good morning, teenager. This is Brother Andrew, and I just wanted to let you know how much I love you, and hope you have a good week this week, this first week in February, and um, I pray that God will just uh, help you in your walk with Him. Don't forget to put Him first every day, and know that the Lord loves you, and uh, I'm excited what this month has to hold, activity we're going to have here in a few weeks. Fundraisers will be coming up as well. And I just hope that uh, you know that you're loved at Bible Way. Pastor and Mrs. Cape loves you as well. And I um, hope you enjoyed the lesson. hope you enjoyed the lesson yesterday morning. I wanted to um, also put a song on here for y'all to listen to, something that you would enjoy um, maybe before you listen to the lesson this week. If only just to know you is all that I desire. And I hope you have that desire in your heart to know the Lord and to love Him more. All right? Hope you have a blessed week. Hope you enjoy it. Have a good day. Bye-bye.
So we're in Psalm chapter number 46 and verse number 10. <clears throat> Psalms 46, verse 10. I'm going to read this verse. It says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. You know, Jesus will be exalted. You know, Jesus said, if I, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. He, he will draw, well, we are to lift up Christ. That he himself, it, through it all, he's going to get the glory out of everything when it's all said and done. And, um, but the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Flip over to the book of Mark, chapter number 6. Mark chapter number 6. Mark chapter 6. And we're going to look at verse number 30. Mark 6 verse 30. The Bible says, And the apostles gathered themselves together unto Jesus, and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. So, it's kind of like how we went out soul winning last week for a little while, and then we came back to the church, and we all, um, the goal, the plan was to come back to the church, didn't work out exactly um, like we wanted to. The goal was to come back and to talk about what all had taken place. Um, did somebody go soul winning with me last week? Zeke. Zeke and Friendsley. I think that's what it was. So we came, the goal was to come back to the church, talk about what happened and um, everything. And so the disciples, the apostles, they had come back to Jesus, and the Bible says, and, and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had been had taught. So in a way, they were keeping themselves accountable to the Lord, letting him know, okay, this is what happened today. Verse 31, And he said unto them, Come ye yourselves, Apart into a desert place and rest a while. Come ye yourselves apart into a desert place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. If we're not careful, sometimes in our Christian lives, we'll get so much, we'll get so caught up in our service to the Lord, serving the Lord, that we don't have any personal time um, alone with the Lord. You know, everybody in here needs, um, you know, if you're busy for the Lord, okay, life shouldn't be all about leisure, relax, rest and relaxation. It shouldn't be all about that, but we all need it. We all need it to recuperate. And um, hopefully here in the next few weeks, um, our family is going to be taking a little vacation. And, you know, we need that. Families need that. Y'all need that time away so you can get away and just rest. Um, we shouldn't get so caught up in the work that we do not take time to rest. To rest. Um, if you would read the story about Mary and Martha, how Jesus had come over to their house. And um, I believe it was uh, Mar Martha that was, the Bible says she was covered about with much serving. So she was going to the kitchen. She was making food, make, making sure everything was ready. She was concerned about, which is a, was a good thing, 
She was taking care of her Lord. She was wanting to make sure that everything was what he was taking care of, which is, which is great. But the Bible says that Mary sat at the feet of Jesus. You know, we can get so caught up and just go, 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 do, do, do. And we are to go. We are to do. But we need to have that rest, that time of rest, and, and that time of, of to recoup. Um, so I, w- I want to talk to you all today about why can't you be still? Why can't you be still? The Bible says, be, be still and know that I am God. The Bible says in Psalms 46, verse 10, I'm going to go back to that verse again there. Psalms 46.10. You can flip over there if you want. If you want. We're going to look at that verse one more time. Then we're going to come back to Mark. So it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. There was a former church member that came here, that used to be here. And Miss Leanne had, uh, I guess Miss Leanne maybe was going through some things. And this individual told Miss Leanne, and, and it made a big impact on on her and she said you know Leanne sometimes you just have to be still and know that he is God you just have to be still and know that he is God be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the heathen I will be exalted in the earth he will be exalted just be still and know that I am God So why can't you sit still? Why can't you be still and know? Have you ever known anybody before that's constantly moving? They're physically. You know, they sit they sit there in church and and I'm this type person. My knee my knee will always be doing this. Just just bouncing. Um, you're just constantly moving. Somebody's got all you're standing there. I used to be that type person that where I would be doing this, staying there in church and during prayer, and then when prayer stopped, I'd, I'd do this. <laughs> um, but I, I was I was always that type of person. I had to have something. Maybe I had attention deficit disorder, and I just was never diagnosed with it. I don't know. Um, but you know, just can't be still. Can't be still. And I can remember sitting in church, not being still or any something, and my mom would have to tell me, "Be still. Sit still. If you don't sit still." There's gonna be there's gonna be repercussions for it later on, and um, just sit still. And we can all relate to that. We can all relate to that. And um, so when bus kids come into the uh, come on the bus and they come into church, and we have to make sure that try to make sure that they are quiet and that they sit still, that they stay still and just be still. Um, be still and know that I am God. You know, sometimes we just need to have that that time alone with the Lord where we can just have our rest. Our rest. Some of you come in here this morning to Sunday school and you are so stressed out about your little world because you're not you're not resting. You you haven't read your Bible all week. You haven't talked to the Lord, you haven't prayed. You've had, you've had you've let other things get in the way. Whether it's homework, whether it's video games, whether it's this or that. And, and I wonder how many of you this morning I could go to your bedroom 
If your bedroom would be clean, what it would look like this morning if I walked in there? Or if Mrs. Cape walked in your bedroom, what would it look like? Or if Pastor Cape walked in your bedroom, what would it look like? We get so wrapped up in, in electronics and, and, like I said, video games, our cell phones, the computer, TV, sports, work, you name it. Listen, I'm, I'm guilty of it as well. I'm not perfect. And sometimes I just need to... I, I just need to have that time where where I'm just have I'm just being still. You know, everybody everybody gets antsy. I'm talking about your in your Christian life and your your personal life. You get antsy. You know, if we're not careful, we'll we'll get we'll we'll get impatient with God and God's not answering this prayer and He's not answering this and He's not doing this, not doing this. If if we're not careful, we'll get impatient with the Lord because you know all things work together for good, you know, for, in, in his time. Pastor was talking about due season the other week. You know, all of those things will happen in due time. But if we're not careful, we'll get, we'll get impatient with the Lord and we'll try to rush things in our life. When we, when, the Christian life, it's a day-by-day process. You can't, you can't worry about tomorrow. Why worry about tomorrow when you should be focusing on today? And so many Christians... They're thinking about six months from now. They're thinking about a year from now. Instead of worrying about your life. Okay, are you doing the basics? Did you get up this morning and make sure that, you know, and gave your mom a hug? Did you get up this morning and just show somebody that in your, in your house, the household, that you, that you love them? Did you, did you pick up your Bible and did you read it? Just the basics. The worst that we're focused on, we got, we're, we're one-track-minded people. Sometimes I'll get up in the morning, and all I'm focused about is getting to work. <laughs> Sometimes all I'm focused about is, is something that's happening later on in the afternoon. When you should, work, you should focus on the, the first things. So why can't you be still? The Bible says in verse number, look at verse number 45 of Mark chapter number 6. Now Jesus had already fed the, the 5,000. With the loaves, the, the, the little boy, we talked about that, little boy, God used him. And, um, but look at verse number 40, verse 45. And straightway, he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before unto Bethsaida. While he, went, he sent away the people, and when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night he cometh unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. But when they saw him walking on, upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. And immediately he walked with them, and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. You know what Jesus was saying right there? When he said, be of good cheer, it is I. He was saying, be still and know that I am God. Just be still. Just be still. Um, and he, Bible says in verse 51, and he went up into, uh, unto them into the ship and the wind ceased. And they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. You know, these disciples, 
We're aboard on this ship. The Bible says in verse 49, But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a what? Spirit. And cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. So Jesus, these, these disciples were alone in the ship. And Jesus, the Bible says, he went up into a mountain to pray. And there in that ship, there, the Bible says Jesus saw them off in the distance. The Bible says they were toiling and they were rowing. And, and he saw them off in the distance. And so he began to walk upon the sea. And when they saw him, they, they, the Bible says that they, they, they supposed it had been a spirit. They thought it was a ghost and they were afraid. They saw him and were troubled. Jesus said, though, be of good cheer. It is I. Be still and know that I am God. So, this morning, why can't you be still? You know, if you read these verses here, verse 48, the Bible says he saw them toiling and rowing. And Jesus, I believe, looked off and he saw them in a distance and he saw they're struggling. They're struggling. How many of you in here this morning want uh, try to uh, let's just let's just get down to brass tacks. Let, let's just be honest this morning, okay? How many of you this morning struggle with your Christian life? Okay. You struggle, okay? How, how sometimes how many how many of y'all feel like it's like this? <laughs> and you're just trying, you're rowing your own boat and you're just trying to keep it afloat. Maybe sometimes it's like, man, my, my boat's falling apart. There's a hole in my boat. I'm, I'm going to sink if I don't get this thing patched. You ever felt that before? And, and all of that, all that is because maybe you have sin in your life. You got something and, and your, you, you, your, your ship has been damaged. Your boat has been damaged. And you're just toiling. You're trying your best just to keep your boat put fall, uh, from falling apart. I watched a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to get real spiritual here. I watched the uh, Mickey Mouse <laughs> episode a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and they had, <laughs> they had this, him and Goofy and Donald, they, they had this boat that they got in the mail. But it was in a, it was a box, but it was a, a kit to where you put together this big old ship. And so you press, you, you, you did one thing and this, the, the sail pops up and did one thing and, all this stuff falls right together, and it was one big, uh, looks like the Titanic, you know, on the water. So they're excited. They're about to, to um, uh, christen this thing. They had the bottle ready. They were going to, like, hit the boat, and, and the thing would break, and they just, you know, say a Catholic prayer. I don't know. I don't think Mickey Mouse would do anything like that. But anyways, um, he was an independent fundamental Baptist, right? So... As they did that, they hit the boat with the with the bottle, and the boat immediately started to sail. And as it's going off, it all completely falls apart. And actually, actually, what happens? It all comes back together and into that one big box and everything, and just didn't work like they wanted it to. But your boat may be like like something like that, and it's just falling. It may be falling apart. Maybe that wasn't a good illustration, but it got your mind to thinking. <laughs> it woke you up, right? But your boat this morning may have a hole in it because of sin that's in your life. And you're just toiling and you're struggling. But you're trying. You're trying. Listen, this morning, you, you know, I, I want y'all to be at a certain point in your spiritual life. And I want you to get to a certain point. But what, what matters to me the most this morning is that you're here. 
you know what? Jesus is, he looks down from heaven and he sees, hey, he's trying. You could not be here this morning. You didn't, some of you, you came with your parents, but some of you didn't have to come. But listen, God looks down from heaven and he sees you struggling. Jesus is like walking on the, on, the, on the sea, on the seashore, and he looks over and he sees his disciples. The Bible says he saw them toiling and rowing. Listen, this morning, God sees your struggles. He knows that you have a hard time with sin. He knows that you have a hard time being faithful. And this morning, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to ever seem like I'm scolding anybody, but let me tell you something this morning. We're all living in this flesh. We're still all living in this sin nature. And as long as you live, it's going to be hard. And the older you get, let me tell you something, it gets harder and it gets harder. That's why it's in, the Bible says that Paul said, I buffet my body daily. What was he buffeting his body with? With, with, with God, with Jesus. Why? Because he was trying to keep down the, the lust of the flesh. He was trying to keep down those, those, those sins that, that could, could, could cause him to stumble, that could cause him to fall. Listen to me. The Lord sees you're struggling, and, he, and he, wants to, he still wants to bless you. Number two, God sees your fears. Verse 49, But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out, for they all saw him and were what? Troubled. You know, we have, all of us in here, we have fears. There's a song that says, Fear not tomorrow, God is already there. The song says, He's charting the course. He, he's, he's making out your course. He's making out, he's making out that map, your own personal map, and, 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 and giving you clear direction. It's all there in his word. And and fear not tomorrow. God is already there. But they were just troubled. You know, they just witnessed, they just witnessed a miracle. The feeding of the 5,000. This all just took place. And, and, And it shows, you know, this is us and our sin nature. And this is exactly how we are. You know, we can, God can do a miracle today. And we can watch God perform a miracle today in our life. And tomorrow we wake up and what do we do? We doubt the Lord. It's like we're, we get afraid all over again. Because that's just us. That's our sin nature. Listen, God sees your fears. How many of you get a little nervous when you start thinking about the future of being, about being an adult? Guys don't worry about it, but girls do. <laughs> you don't want to marry a bum that don't know how to, that's not going to take care of you and the kids. <laughs> You know, and, and guys, you know, I guess y'all think you, you're going to have everything figured out by the time. But listen to me. It, 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 sometimes it takes a while to start getting things figured out. Well, let me tell you something. Even though you may be a little bit, you may have a little fear, God sees that. Do you realize this morning that, that Jesus is just saying, Be still and know that I am God. Maybe this morning you just need to rest. Maybe, maybe you can't sit still in your life. You're antsy all the time. The Bible talks about having rest, about, about being at rest. Maybe you just need to be, maybe you're not at rest with your soul. Maybe you've never been saved and you're just, you, know, you just don't know for sure you're going to heaven. We need to, we need to make sure that we are spiritually, that we know for sure we're going to heaven when we die so that we can be at rest as well. So God sees your struggles. God sees your fears. 
He sees you toiling and rowing. He sees you trying, and maybe maybe you look like a, a goofball out there trying to just stay afloat. And we all, we've all, I've been there. He sees your fears. Fear not tomorrow. Um, God knows you need encouragement. The Bible says in verse number 50, For they all saw him or troubled, and immediately he talked with them. And, and said, saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I. You know what I'm saying? Hey, be of good cheer. Don't, don't fear. Be of good cheer. Your, uh, I will lift up your spirit. I am here. It is I. He was saying, Be still and know that I am God. Be of good cheer. God knows you need encouragement. Sometimes we get down. Sometimes we get discouraged because of, of different things in our life that happened. And, and uh, um, you know, we've all been there. I've said this already. We've all been in that situation. We've all been at that point. But Jesus is, wants you to be, be of good cheer. This morning, cheer up. Don't be, don't be discouraged. Cheer up. Encourage, the Bible says that David encouraged himself in the Lord. The way you do that is getting up every morning and doing the first things. Doing the, doing the little things. Listen, if you can learn to master the little things in your life, God will take care of the big things. The little things. Get up in the morning. Read your Bible. Pray. Love your, love your family. Put God first. All of those things. Do the little things. Do your homework. Make your bed. You know, how many of you ever cleaned your room before and it just made you feel better? You done that before? It's like, man, I can breathe again. <laughs> I've got all that them dirty clothes out of my room, you know, or it just it's just like maybe you need to go home today or this week and just decide I'm gonna reorganize my room. Get go into your listen. It, it, it's good for that that stuff like that is good for your soul. Just go into your go into your bedroom and clean out your closet. We're gonna have a yard sale here at the church here in a few weeks, and and maybe you got something that you could sell, something you could get rid of, things in your life that in your room, something that's cluttering up, and, and it's it's keeping you from being able to rest. You know, just like Jesus said, come yourselves apart into the desert place and rest a while. Why can't you be still? Is it because you're struggling in your Christian life? And you just have sin in your life, and you just keep, you just keep, you, you, you just don't, you, you can't whip it. You just continue to do, and you continue to do the same thing over and over and over and over again that's displeasing to God. Or, or can you just not rest because you just have fear? You're just always discouraged. Listen, Jesus wants to encourage you, He wants you to be of good cheer. It is, He said, Be of good cheer. It is I, be not afraid. Um, and then lastly, God knows you need rest. Verse 31, come yourselves into a desert place and rest a while. So this morning, you just maybe you just need to be that, maybe you just need to, to rest. When was the last time you just went home and took a nap on a Sunday afternoon? Sounds good, don't it? When was the last time you just, you, maybe when was the last time you did the first things? Get up in the morning, read your Bible, pray. Listen, if we don't get those things down, we're just going to be struggling. We're going to be, if we don't, we're going to be toiling and rowing for the rest of our lives. But the more you do the first things, if they just realized, hey, God is here, 
he, he just performed this miracle, feeding of the 5,000. He just did this wonderful miracle. This miracle just took place. We saw it all happen. He multiplied the loaves and the fishes. If they had just remembered, hey, all this just took place. You know, God's going to take care of us. Just be still. You know, if, if they just trusted God, you know, just did their part and just trust, hey, everything's going to be okay. Then, then, then they would have never, when Jesus came out walking on the sea, they wouldn't have been like, oh, it's a ghost. They, they, were, they were more focused on what they were doing at the moment instead of the one that was right there. He was so close that they, they could have touched him. He was out there walking on the water. He was so close. Listen to me this morning. God is so close to you. You may be just struggling right now and toiling in your Christian life, and, and you may be discouraged. Let me tell you something. He's right there. He, he's right next to you. All you have to do is just be still and know that He is God. Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Or, listen to me this morning. The Bible says, For they consider not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. And maybe this morning, your heart is hard. It's callous. And it's just like you see somebody that works all the time, and my hands really aren't calloused. But you see somebody that's working all the time, doing things, um, working with like a carpenter or someone like that. You see their hand is just all calloused over with calluses. And you could take a knife and just do like that, and it wouldn't do anything because their heart is so like leather. Their hand is still like leather. Maybe this morning your heart is just like that. It's just calloused over. And and, and you're just you're 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 struggling this morning because you don't have a tender heart. When was the last time you shed a tear? Last time you shed a tear over a lost soul. When was the last time you shed a tear over a sin that was in your life and you're just broken about it? When's the last time you were burdened about somebody else that had sin in their life? Maybe you're not maybe those things aren't taking place in your life right now because you're just your heart is your heart is hardened. They they consider not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. So if they had just remembered and, and still had that soft heart as to what God had just done for them and what they had just seen. They get, like I said, we get so caught up in, in the rush and the busy in the busyness of life, and work, 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 work. School, 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 school. Uh, uh, football, football, football. Soccer, soccer, soccer. Basketball, basketball, basketball. Barbie, Barbie, Barbies. That we don't we we forget just to be still and know that He is God. Listen, God's doing God's doing some amazing things in your lives right now, and you don't even know it you don't even see it because your heart is hardened you just look around you can see to see how god has blessed you how he's providing for your families how he's meeting your needs how he's taking care of you none of you starved this week none of you in here hopefully none of you in here slept in a cold bedroom where you didn't have heat none of you in here um this week um you know, had, had had your house taken away from you and you're, you're homeless. None of you, none of you have anything like that happen. God has provided for you. 
And he's meeting needs in your life, and you don't even realize it. So, this morning, just be still. And don't have that hardened heart towards the things of God. I talked about a song last week, last Sunday night when I was preaching. Savior, while my heart is tender, I would give thee every part. All my talents, I surrender. I am thine, Lord. Here's my heart. Some of you just need to take your heart out and say, God, it's hardened. <laughs> it's calloused. You just need to rework it. Please, God. Just It may hurt me a little bit. But you, you rework it. Let me tell you something. If you can learn to, learn to give your heart to God now while you're a teenager, then God won't, God won't have to later on do something in your life that will turn your world completely upside down to get your attention. Let me tell you something. That will happen. It's happened to me. So many times when I felt like my world was just falling apart. But you know what God was, trying, God was doing for me? He was, he, was, he was getting rid of all those calluses. That was there. He's like, I'm going to give him another chance. I'm going to give him a tender heart again. This morning, do you have a tender heart for the things of God? That's the second sermon, second lesson. Is your heart hardened this morning? Can you just not sit still? You're antsy all the time. You know the reason why a lot of people are antsy in their Christian life? is because of conviction of sin. And this morning, if you're not right with the Lord, you need to get things right so that you can be still and know that He is God. Let's pray.